the Love Life Church podcast and thank you for checking us out. We love God, love people, and love life, and we hope this message encourages you and inspires you. Here's today's message. We are on part three of perseverance. Part three of perseverance. Y'all, come on, what's 2021? The year of perseverance. The year of perseverance. And you know what? We're six months. We're halfway through. Come on. We need to recalculate. We need to re-energize. We need to recoup. Whatever we need to do because God has a plan. We got to keep focused on that plan and persevere through. Persevere through, right? Today we are going to be talking about persevering through every season of life. Every season of life. We go through all kinds of seasons in life. You, do, you, do you guys agree? Do you, do, you, do, you, do you guys agree? <laughs> do you guys agree? We totally go through different seasons in life. We go through different seasons in our relationships. Can I get a witness? <laughs> we go through different seasons in our finances. We got some highs. We've been saving. We're like balling. You're like, woo! We got some lows, all them bills came in. You're like, what happened, right? We go through seasons in business. We go through seasons in our education. We go through seasons in our health. We go through seasons. Life is life, but we need to persevere through every season. We need to persevere through every season. There's all kinds of things that God's calling us to do, but we've got to persevere. We've got to persevere through the unknown. We've got to persevere to the other side. We've got to persevere through, right? We just want to get to the other side. We just want to go around, and Jesus says, let's go through. We've got to go through. It's that going through that makes you, right? And it's that going through that you become proud of yourself, too. Like, it wasn't me alone, but by the grace of God, we made it through right? Me and Jesus. We made it through keeping our eyes focused on him. And here at Love Life, we love God. We love people. And what else do we love? We love life. Yes. Who wants to love life, right? Not just live life, not just make it to the end, not just get through life, but actually love life. And if we're going to love life, then we need to look to the word. How are we going to do that, right? Let's look to Paul. Let's learn from Paul. Paul's our hero, Paul said in Philippians 4.11, not that I speak in regard to need, for I have learned. Look at your neighbor say, he has learned. I'm about to learn. Yes, I have learned in whatever state I am to be content. What? In whatever state I am to be content? That don't sound like persevere. That don't sound like breakthrough. That don't sound like, come on, we're going to fight the good fight. Be content. Why? Because we got a lazy version, a lazy perspective of content. We think content is just chilling. No, that's not content, right? Who wants to be content with whatever state you're in? The highs and the lows, right? On vacation and not on vacation, right? At work, you want to be content. When you got them five children that you produce and they're all, mom, 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 dad, 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 feed me, feed me, feed me. Content. You're like, the Lord has filled my cup. Now let him fill this bank account. (laughs) Right? We want to be content in whatever state that we are in. We just need to discover what season of life we're in. What season are you in? What season are you in in your relationships? 
in your finances? What's the season? Is it saving? Is it sowing? Come on, is it sowing? Is it reaping? Is it harvest time in your business? Is it time to buckle down, get that education, get that career, get that next step of where you're going, whatever it is? You need to pass that test so you can go to the next level in your health. Come on, some of us have been struggling with our health. How many of y'all ready for a breakthrough? You're believing God for healing. He is a healing God. He, it's already finished. You know what? When it comes to healing, watch out. Because we all, I mean, you want to know what? So many of us are going through so much. Like so many. We just think, we don't know everybody's story. But you know who does? God. God knows your story, he's right there with you, and he's going to see you through to the other side, right? And in life, content means to be in a state of peaceful happiness. Content means to be satisfied, to be in a state of happiness, peaceful. That sounds like God's kind of life, right? Right? Not lazy, not angry, not salty, content. Content, this is a learned skill, right? We got to learn this skill because it does not come natural. I mean, there's some super laid back personalities, but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about content, being satisfied, right? Paul said in Philippians 4.12, this is the Amplified, I know how to get along. I know how to get along and live humbly in difficult times. And I also now know how to enjoy abundance and live in prosperity. In any and every circumstance, I have learned. He's talking about he has learned. He's persevered. He's learned the lesson of life, right? I have learned the secret of facing life, whether well-fed with that filet mignon, that well-fed, we got that steak. Come on, Father's Day. Come on, you know this day I want a big steak. <laughs> Take those fathers out for steak or whatever, you know, your dad wants. Whether that filet mignon or going hungry on that top ramen life. Anybody been there? It's, it's summer. You know you got stocked up on the top, top ramen. <laughs> What's for lunch? Ramen, ramen. Ramen, ramen. <laughs> we used to call it ramen noodles. Like we call it the ramen noodles and then everybody's like, huh? So ramen. Anybody else call it ramen noodles? Okay, there's a few of us in here. All right, then ramen noodles, right? So whether well-fed or going hungry, whether having an abundance or being in need, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens and empowers me to fulfill his purpose. I'm self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. I'm ready for anything and equal to anything through him who infuses me with inner strength and confident peace. Paul said he learned the secret to facing life. Be content. Be content that Christ is enough. Can you be content that Christ is enough during that season of singleness? Can you be content that Christ is enough during that season of struggle? Right? Can you be content that Christ is enough? Because he's enough. And in him, you have all you need. You can persevere through anything. When we really trust God, we really trust God, we trust his word, we trust his promises, we can live in contentment. When we trust God, we trust his word, we trust his promises, not in people, we trust God, his word, his promises. We can live in contentment, right, in a state of peaceful happiness, 
completely satisfied knowing that Christ is enough. Is Christ enough? When you're not satisfied, when you're angry, right, when you're being impatient, you have to remind yourself, I need to work on being content. Still persevere, not be lazy, right, not be crazy, not be angry, not be salty, but be satisfied in today, satisfied with where you're at, thanking God for where you've come. You've come far. You've come a long ways. Even though you've got far to go, be thankful for the now. Be thankful for today. Be present. Yes. Celebrate these small victories because you're headed to great success. Persevere. Endure. Be patient. Be loyal. Come on. We gotta, this is going to be day by day. Day by day. It's that day by day endurance. Day by day. Paul said in 2 Corinthians 12, 8 through 10, this is the Amplified. Concerning this, one of Paul's many persecutions, he said, I pleaded with the Lord three times that it may leave me, but he has said to me, my grace is sufficient. How many of y'all been praying, Lord, 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 take it away. Take this 10 pounds away. What is Jesus saying? My grace is sufficient. Now put down the tacos. <laughs> put it down, put it down. I'm like, Lord, I'm putting it down. I'm putting it down, I'm putting it down. <laughs> no. He's like, this is what Paul said, my, that Jesus said, my grace is sufficient for you. My loving kindness and my mercy is more than enough. Is God more than enough for you? We've got to ask ourselves, always available, regardless of the situation, for my power is being perfected and is completed and shows itself most effective, effectively in your weakness. God's power is at work when? In your strength? No, in your weakness. In your weakness. Therefore, Paul says, I gladly boast in my weakness, saying that the power of Christ may completely surround me and dwell in me. So I am well pleased with weakness. What? <laughs> I'm well pleased with weakness. I'm well pleased with weakness. Why? Because there's room for God in me, right? There's room for God in me. In weakness, in insults, with distress, with persecution, with difficulties for the sake of Christ. For when I am weak in human strength, then I am strong, truly able, truly powerful, truly drawing from God's strength. From God's strength. How many of you guys can testify when you gave up, you, get, you, you were at your rock bottom, where'd you turn? To God. You turned to the Lord. You turned to salvation. You turned to church. You needed help. You needed a prayer. Lord, I just said not a prayer. I don't know what to pray, but Jesus, Jesus, yes. And what happened? There became an idea. Oh, I remember when a friend invited me to this place, to this church, I should go. I should check it out. And what is God? God meets you right where you are with a word, with a word. He has a word for you for every situation. It doesn't matter what you're going through. We just got to persevere. We just got to listen. We got to hear. We got to listen. We got to listen. We hear and obey. Hear and obey. Jesus says, those who love me, what do they do? They hear and obey. They hear and obey. Fathers in the house, your kids that love you, what do they do? They hear and obey. They hear and obey. Mothers, they'd be like, huh, what, huh? Would you wait till your dad gets home? Oh, what? Yes, mom. Yes, mom. Yes, mom. Yes, mom. Anybody else? It's Father's Day. We got to be so proud of them dads in the house. We love you guys. So excited for 
for Sunday. We got a great papa of this house. It's going to be a great word. You don't want to miss it, right? In our weakness, we've got to, we've got to turn to the strength inside of us. We've got to turn to the word, right? And we have to remind ourselves what Paul said in Philippians 4.13, that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. It's not me. It's not by my power. It's not by my strength. It's not by my sufficiency. I am self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. I'm ready for anything and equal to anything through him who infuses me with inner strength and confident peace, contentment, to be content in the now, right? I can endure this season of life. You can endure this season of life, right? This season of singleness, this season of sowing, this season of saving, this season of growing, this season of not knowing, right? And sometimes we just need to recognize what season that we're in. Say, okay, I'm in this single season. Okay, I'm in this saving season. Okay, I'm in this sowing season. What is God preparing me for what's to come? What is God preparing me for what's about to take place? Because God will prepare you. God is setting you up for success, right? It's not a setback, but a setup. A setup to succeed. Just, just trust him. Trust God's timing. Stop trying to make it all happen for yourself. When you finally let go and let God, you start to see a breakthrough, right? And I'm not saying be lazy. I'm not saying be salty. I'm not saying give up. But keep your eyes set on Jesus. Set your mind. Set your mind. Recognize what season am I in? Ask God, what season am I in? What, what's, what's going on? I'm feeling law. Get it together. Stop feeling. Don't be led by your feelings, right? If you're feeling law, change your thoughts, Right? Your emotions follow your thoughts. And just like that, you could change your thoughts. Change your thoughts to the word. Get on YouTube. Get on the podcast. Get on YouTube with the word. I'm not saying get on YouTube. <laughs> but put the word at, in, in front of you. And remember what God said about you. Remember who God says you are. Get in the word. Start studying the word. Start getting that devotion. Get in Proverbs. Get in Proverbs. Start reminding yourself of wisdom, 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 right? Genesis 8.22 while the earth remains, seed time and harvest, cold and heat. Anybody feeling that heat? That 117 outside, I'm like, woo, woo. Anyways, cold and heat, winter, summer, and day and night shall not cease. What season are you in? What season are you in in your relationships, in your finances, in your business, in your health, in your life? Is it seed time? Who wants seed time? That's when you're planting all that seed. Even if it's in relationships and you got to plant all that seed and you got to plant all that seed. When it's with your kids and they're little, you got to plant all that seed. You got to plant all that seed. You got to be steady on that. This is the time they get up. This is the time they go to bed. This is the time you brush your teeth. This is the time they eat. This is, you're like, oh my gosh. But let me tell you, when they're teenagers loving God and they're consistent and they're on a schedule and they're going to school, you're like, woo, yes, Lord. It was worth all that time. It was worth all that seed time, seed time, seed time. Because let me tell you, baby, it's hard. Harvest, harvest, harvest of what? The word of God that you placed in their life. Of that word of God in your relationships. You know, husbands, pour that seed of the word, seed of the word, seed of the word into your wife. Pour that seed of the word, seed of the word into your children. Pour that seed of the word, seed of the word into your finances. Pour that seed of the word. What time is it? Is it seed time or is it harvest? And let me tell you, harvest ain't being lazy. Harvest is work. Harvest is work. You got to go and you got to gather. You got to go, you got to receive. Come on. 
There's not, it's never, it's work, 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 and then more work, 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 work. Let me tell you, it's worth it. It's worth it. It's worth it during harvest, right? Sowing or reaping. Is it a cold, dried up winter? Or is it a bright, flourishing spring? Because let me tell you, spring is coming. Spring is coming. Don't grow weary. Don't grow weary. Be content in a state of peaceful happiness. Be satisfied. Not lazy, not angry, not salty. Don't be jealous of somebody else's. You don't know what season they're in. You have no idea what season they're in. You don't know all the sowing they did to reap the harvest they got. You don't know. And if God did it for them, he can do it for you. So stop being judgy judgy. Put it away. Put it away. Be content. Be content. Amen. Contentment is a learned skill. It's, we've got to teach ourselves, right? We've got to teach ourselves to be patient. We've got to teach ourselves to be, oh, patience. I'm like, God, I don't know. Like, I know it's a fruit of the Spirit, but what if I never be patient <laughs> or never accomplish that fruit? <laughs> because that fruit is dried up, Lord. It's dried up. But I'm working on it. I'm getting way better because today, this day, there was traffic. We were in one spot of traffic for 20 minutes. And let me tell you, the old me, the old me would have been letting everybody know that they're number one. I, I just like have a hard time in the car with the patients. But today, can I get a witness? I did not. I didn't even realize. I didn't cuss. I didn't cut nobody off. I don't cuss. I'm not a cusser. I don't know why I say that. But maybe my mind might be like, oh. But I never let it come out. Never just. Didn't honk at anybody. And some people were going on to oncoming traffic and then cutting off. And I'm like, ooh, look at them. Ooh. And then I was like, when they come up, I'm not going to let them in. But I did. So there's progress. Thank you, Father. There's progress. I forgot. It just happened today. God is so good. There's, there's little fruit budding on that patience, right? It's, it's there. It's there. Because nobody wants to be in the car with me when it's not. <laughs> I don't want to be in the car with me when it's not. But anyways, it's a learned skill that we are learning, right? And if you think you can only be content when everything is good, let me tell you, you got a long wait. <laughs> when everything is good in my relationships, in my business, in my career, in my health, when everything is good, I'll be satisfied. Woo! You're going to wait till Jesus comes back. You're going to wait till the six feet under the ground. You're just like, when you meet Jesus, my good and faithful servant, you're like, oh, man. <laughs> never, have had, never had an opportunity to practice that contentment. <laughs> no, we're going to be satisfied now. We're going to be satisfied today, right? We're going to be satisfied with who we are and what we have in this moment and believe God for more. Believe God for where he's got us to go, right? Be content in the now. Content is a mindset. Contentment is a mindset not a destination, right? You don't arrive at it, you choose it. You don't arrive at this contentment, this paradise, woo, you choose it. It's a mindset, you choose it. Set your mind on the word and set your mind on Jesus. The word only works when you work the word. The word only works when you work the word. It's not hearing or knowing the word that produces, it's doing 
applying, 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 right? Jesus said in Matthew 7, 24, therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them. What did Jesus say? Whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock and the rains descend and the floods came and the winds blew and beat on the house and it did not fall for it was founded on the rock. But everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And when the rains descend, the floods came and the winds blew and beat on the house and it fell and great was its fall. What is your house your life founded on. The Lord is my rock. Come on, my fortress, my deliverer, my God, my strength, in whom I will trust. Are you founded on the rock? Is your life founded, is your, is your relationships founded on the rock? Right, is your, your finances founded on the rock? Is your health founded on the rock? Right, because that's your refuge. He's your deliverer, he's your deliverer, he's your strength. He's the one you can trust, right? My stability and security comes from Jesus and his word alone. Not from people, not from money, not from circumstances. No, from Jesus and his word. Jesus and his word. Jesus and his word is the only thing that will never fail you. Jesus and his word. Jesus and his word. This is how we persevere through every season. The lame seasons, the not so fun seasons, the great seasons. I want Jesus in all of them. I want Jesus in all the seasons, right? This is how we persevere through every season is we apply, 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 and multiply. Come on, hear and do, hear and do. Don't wish for it, work for it, work for it. Lazy people wish. Where's wish in the Bible? Diligent people get it done. Diligent, wise people get it done, right? I wish I could lose 10 pounds, get it done. I wish I could be debt-free, get it done. I wish I had a better relationship, get it done. I wish I had a relationship, uh, choose Jesus. I wish I had my own house, get it done. I wish I had a clean house. <laughs> I wish it was a little bit taller. That old song is down deep in there. I wish I had their life. Let me tell you, they didn't get it by wishing for it. They did not get it by wishing for it. You want it bad enough, you'll get it. But don't let that be your goal. Let Jesus always be your goal in life. And let him add these things to you. Let him add these things to you, right? What season are you in? You got to ask yourself, what season am I, am I in in my relationships? What season season, season, sounds like we need some, some burgers, season on the grill, come on, anybody hungry for some chicken, some steak, a little season, a little salt, a little pepper, what season am I in, in business, in health, in life, is it seed time, because if it's seed time, I better get busy, I better get that seed in the ground, is it harvest time, then I better get diligent, and I better make wise decisions with what I have, come on, right? Is it sowing time? Then I better be sowing, sowing, sowing. Because when it's reaping time, because what happens is in our relationships, when it was sowing time and it was, it was seed time and you planted nothing and now you're fighting. You're like, man, 
You know God told you to pick up them flowers. You know God told you to send that text. You know God told you you put that encouraging word on your heart, send it, and you're like, nah, she knows. You know, my kids know. Those, they know. My sisters know. They know. Do it. <laughs> Sow the seed. <laughs> you when then when it's harvest time, you're like, thank the Lord I obeyed. <laughs> thank the Lord, right? Seasons when you got a lot in the bank account and you're just like, woo, we eating out. What are you doing? Getting fat, fat, fat. And you're like, man, what could have, if I was so diligent with that money, we could have done this and we could have done that. How about we do this and we do that? We can start today. Be present today. Understand the season you're at today. Persevere, right? Don't be all cold and dried up winter. And if you are in a dried up winter, remind yourself, spring is coming. Spring is coming. Spring is coming. Spring is coming, right? Don't get weary. Keep the faith. Keep hope alive. Expect something good to happen right now. Expect something good to happen today. Expect something good to happen in your relationships. Stop expecting the bad and it keeps happening. Expect something good to happen in your finances. Stop expecting bad and it keeps happening. And if you need help, get new information. You need help if you need, you're like, okay, my relationship's falling apart. Get God's word in relationships. If you need help in your relationships, I mean, in your finances, in your relationship with your money, then get God's word on finances. We have, we, we're going to just repeat the same mistakes as our parents, as the generation around us, right? Unless we seek new information for every season of our life. We've got to seek the word in relationships. We've got to seek the word in finances. We've got to seek the word. What's God's plan and purpose for my life? Am I supposed to do this path, this career, this education? What am I supposed to do? Renew your mind to the word of God. Renew your mind to the word of God. So then you'll know God's plan for your life. You'll know God's plan. You'll be at peace. You'll be at contentment. You'll be satisfied, right? Don't give up. God has a plan, right? You've come too far. You've come too far. Persevere no matter what. No matter what comes your way, remember the secret. I've got a secret. I'm letting, the, Paul's letting us all in on it. He's letting us all in it. Paul had to do it. I got a secret. It's in the word. It's in the word. Be content. The secret is to be content. Be in a state of peaceful happiness. Be satisfied. Not lazy, not angry, not salty, content. And Paul went through a lot. And he's talking about he learned to be content. He's, he's, he's writing this from prison. And we think not prison over here how we got it with a toilet and they get food and they get weights and they work out and they get a phone call and they got internet and they're making TikToks. No, that's not the prison that Paul was in. That's not what Paul's talking about. He, he no. And he's talking about he could be content. He can be content because Jesus was sufficient. Is Christ enough for you? Yes. Yes. Yes, he is. Choose contentment. Be content. Don't give up. You've come too far. Paul said in Galatians 6, 9, so let's not get, so let's not get tired of doing what's good. At just the right time, we'll reap a harvest of blessings. If, if, look at your neighbor and say, if, a big fat if, if we don't give up, if we don't give up at just the right time, not your time, not what's on your vision board, but at the right time, at the right time, right? At the right time. And if it is not your time right now, 
ask yourself, what do I need to learn from this lesson? What do I need to learn from this season of life? Because I don't want to be in this season for the rest of my life. I want spring to come. What do I need to learn? Because I want to learn everything that I need to from this season so that I'm ready for the next. So I'm ready for the next. I'm ready for all things. Endure all things. Believe all things. Come on, right? Learning from whatever we need to learn from. And we need to wait on the Lord. Wait on the Lord. Wait on the Lord. If only I could sing. We got to wait on the Lord. We've got to be patient, endure, and persevere. David said in Psalms 27, 14, wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say on the Lord, wait on the Lord, persevere. God has a plan, and he's working everything together for your good. You just can't see it right now, but persevere, wait on him, be patient, endure, don't lose heart, take heart. Things will change. Be content. Be content. Don't be worried about everybody else. It doesn't matter what everybody's doing. It matters what you're doing. It matters what you're doing. Solomon said in Ecclesiastes 3.1, to everything there's a season a time for every purpose under heaven, a time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant, a time to pluck out what is planted, a time to kill, a time to heal, a time to break down, a time, that didn't say break up. For all the singles out there, I thought that was funny. I get a phone call, we broke up. Oh no, it's not time for that. (laughs) A time to break down, a time to build up, a time to weep, a time to laugh, a time to mourn, and a time to dance. And verse 11 says, he has made everything beautiful in its time. So if you're not beautiful, just hold on. <laughs> Wait on the Lord. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Just hook you up with some makeup. We'll help you out. We'll help you out. <laughs> what does that say? Nobody's ugly, just broke? Yeah, that's for real. <laughs> we know that nowadays more than ever. Because seriously, like 50-year-olds, okay, I'm about to date myself right here. But 50-year-olds, has anybody seen uh, Golden Girls? Right, what's it called? Golden Girls? Like, they were like 50. Right now, they look like 100, right? And J-Lo's over here, 50, looking like, ooh, talking about it's natural. She just drinks water and stays out of the sun. No, that's money, money, money. Money, money, money. We don't got that kind of money. We can never afford that kind of money. But that was 50, and this is 50. And we over here just working out, trying to get, no, nobody's ugly, just broke. So that was for free. That was just for free, right? He has made everything beautiful in its time. It ain't my time, Lord. Can it be my time? Yes. Every season of our life is beautiful because it's a part of your story. Every season of your life, it's beautiful. Because it made you. It's a part of your story, right? It's a part of our testimony of finding God and loving God and loving people and loving life. The secret to life is to be content, be satisfied, knowing with great confidence that God's working everything together for my good. God's going to work this out. God's going to work this out. Christ is sufficient. He is enough for me. He is enough for me right? Paul said in Romans 8, 28, and we know, come on, we know with great confidence that God 
who is deeply concerned about us, causes all things to work together as a plan for our good to those who love God, those who are called according to his plan and his purpose. We love God. When do we love God? When we hear and obey his word. Like, I love God. Do you hear and obey his word? Whoops. (laughs) We love God when we hear and obey his word. Jesus says, if you love me, obey my commands. If you love me, obey my word. What does he tell us to do? Love God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. Love your neighbor as yourself. How can we love ourselves if we don't know that God loves us? We first got to know that God loves us, and then we can love others. We know that God's forgiven us, and then we forgive others. We got to look to Jesus. Look to Jesus. Love God, love people, love life. What is love? What's love got to do with it? Everything. 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 Paul said in 1 Corinthians 13, 4, love endures with patience. Love endures. I thought love was, woo, chocolates and roses. Now love's work. Let's go. Love endures with patience and serenity. Love is kind and thoughtful and is not jealous or envious. Love does not brag. It's not proud or arrogant. It's not rude. It's not, wait, where did I go? It is not self-seeking. It's not provoked or overly sensitive or easily angered. It does not take into account wrongs endured. It does not rejoice at injustice, but it rejoices with truth when right and truth prevail. Love bears all things, regardless of whatever comes, believes the best of each one, hopes all things, remains steadfast during difficult times, endures all things without weakening. I love that. I remind myself we endure all things without weakening. Come on, get up. Let's get it done. Love never fails. It never fades nor ends. Never. And the best personal confession that I started making in 2011, this revelation came alive to me, and I just started saying this personally to remind myself because I'm like, I'm not patient, I'm not patient, I'm not patient. Yes, you are. And look at it, it's 10 years later, 20 years later, a million years later, whoop, there's some fruit starting to bud, right? A great personal confession is I endure all things with patience and peace. When your kids come at you, when the bills come at you, when it's all a mess, I endure all things with patience and peace, right? When the traffic's backed up, they're working on Camelback, are you like, are you kidding me? I endure all things with patience and peace. I am kind and thoughtful. I am kind. I'm like, oh, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Because, like, if you, I'm... (laughs) I don't want to tell on myself, but I'm about to. I don't like writing in cards, okay? You get a card from me, it's going to say, I love you. <laughs> if I wrote something, it was a miracle. It was a miracle. So in life group and just starting mentorship, and their birthday comes and they get a card, and they're like, oh, I can't wait. And I was like, oh, what were you looking for? Because Sorry about that. I'm not really that kind of person. <laughs> and now some of them got some novels up in here. But it's because you're, you're just like, I'm not that type of person. No, I am. I am. The Bible says love is. I am. Love's in here. Come on. I am kind and thoughtful. 
I'm not jealous or envious. You don't need to be jealous of nobody. You don't need to be envious of nobody. If God did it for them, he'll do it for you. Don't wish for it. Work for it. Come on. Get it done. Make it happen. You don't got to be jealous of nobody. I don't brag. I'm not proud or arrogant. I'm not rude, self-seeking, overly sensitive, easily angered. Woo! I'm not what? Easily angered. Don't talk to me. Shut up. Get out of my way. Sorry for what I said. I was hot. Doesn't count when you're sweating. (laughs) It does. It actually does. (laughs) Right? Or provoked. I do not hold a grudge of wrongs suffered. I do not celebrate an injustice, but celebrate when truth wins. I bear all things regardless of whatever comes. I believe the best of every person. I keep hope alive, remaining steadfast during difficult times without weakening. I will never fail, for I walk and live in love, loving God, loving people, and loving my life, right? I am content because Christ is enough. He's more than enough. He's more than enough. And I'm self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. Amen? Amen. We got to choose this. If we're going to persevere, we got to be content. We've got to be satisfied. And we've got to look to Jesus. He's the author, right? He's the finisher. We look to him. That's how we keep hope alive. We keep faith alive because our eyes are on Jesus. Amen? Amen. I hope you guys received something tonight. Amen. Let's produce a great harvest of this word in Jesus' name. Thanks again for listening. To hear more encouraging messages just like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. If you loved what you received, please consider rating it and sharing it with your friends and family. For more information about Love Life and getting connected with us, go to lovelife.church. We love you and are believing God's best for you.